Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Killing the boss man show from the show, the great Rob Lanier, Georgia State Panthers, Dice Handler himself, Coach Lanier. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Man, I'm 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 doing I'm doing great. I I can't complain. Just uh, you know, I, I think our season is over, so that's always you know unique. You know, when you're going through the season, it seems long, and when it's over, you're wondering where all the time went, and it's a little bit of a shock to get out of that routine that the season presents for you, but uh, we're doing well. And coach, for our listeners out here in Atlanta who may have not paid attention closely, but you all had two pauses this year and still won 16, three, three pauses rather, and won 16 games in one of the weirdest years possible. Got to the Sun Belt Championship game and had chances to win that game as well. So tell us out here, about the adversity your team faced this year and how proud you are of those guys winning 16 games considering all the <laughs> factors around them all year long. Yeah, I, I think across the country, and you still see it happening, you know, they are with, uh, uh, I think Kansas is out of, the, the, there was just some breaking news today that Kansas is out of the, the, the Big 12 tournament. Uh, Virginia's game was canceled today. Duke season is over because of COVID. And we, we brought our guys back late July and they've been here ever since without a normal college experience going on, especially my freshmen. They've been basically in isolation or at least traveling in a, in a real small circle in a, in a, in a regiment to try our best to avoid being affected uh, by it. And through Christmas, we were doing just well. And then after Christmas, we had three pauses and it was like something every other week. We just couldn't get our whole team on the practice floor. And through all of that, uh, it's a credit to our young people that we stuck together and uh, we we found a, a rhythm late in the season where we got a chance to practice every day. And uh, we started to improve and play some of our best basketball some of the basketball that we had envisioned in the first semester when we started out seven and one, we felt like we were a team that if we continued to improve, that we could have a great conference year and a great season and accomplish something. And we still approached that. We didn't quite get over the hump that we had set out to, to achieve, but uh, certainly we feel like we got it moving in the right direction. And Coach Lanier, I cautioned my listeners all year long about your team. I know. You gotta understand something. These guys are young and they have not been have a chance to practice in jail. So when you're going out there, one day preps here after being on pauses and playing, so it's a crapshoot. And still, 
your team still won games, you know, and that's what's so testing about your, to your team coach that you all won despite odds. And people did not understand a lot, but I had to just do a lot of explaining here on the show about your team. And I'm like, look, it's not what you think it is. You look at the bigger picture here, not the small picture. Yeah, you know, I, I think too, you know, we had a, we had an eight game winning streak at the end of the season. And we got better during that streak. Like the first two or three games of that winning streak, we didn't play great, but we found a way to win. And then, and then we started winning in a different way as we got further down the street, the level of toughness, connectedness of our group, our execution, uh, you know, our defense in the late stages of games, really, we really started to become the team that we wanted to become. And the final performance of the season was disappointing because it didn't reflect the progress we were making. And, uh, and so that's always disappointing. But um, I, I think that eight-game winning streak, the fact that we hadn't we had yet to play our very best, that that was still out there for us, was encouraging. Um, and it's still encouraging going forward that, that there's, a, there's a level that, that we could potentially reach that we haven't hit yet. And so we still go into the offseason striving for that space to enter into that particular space. And, and so we'll, we'll, we'll start our postseason workouts in the next few weeks and we'll do it with that mindset that there's a, there's a level that we have yet to reach that we're striving for. And coach Lanier, this time around, hopefully you have your guys on campus for a natural calendar here. Cause we, rather than being away from you guys, trying to send them workouts and hoping they're holding themselves accountable, but now you can have them there and get them the way, way you want to get them for us working out development. Because I know you love player development. That's something very key in your program is developing young men's talents on off the floor. So I know that having those guys in, in at Georgia State is going to help you next year, knowing your team is young and coming back again. And maybe with the new rule we have here for this year, maybe some of your seniors may come back as well. So you may have some guys roster manager-wise where you still have a chance to actually achieve the level for the foundation that you set did that winning streak through this tournament here. Yeah, I think from a roster standpoint, everything's on the table and, and we feel like coming back, we're going to have a strong roster. So what we didn't get to do at this time last year when COVID hit was we didn't have spring. And so it was my first year. And obviously at the end of that first year, you like to have that spring opportunity to take what you learn from the season and, and, and adapt that to your player development, you know, so that it's fresh in those guys' minds and, and you can really hit the things that you feel the individuals on the team need to improve upon. And so I think it'll be great for our program, for our coaches, for our strength coach, for our academic people as the semester ends to have our hands on. And, and, and that will be great. And then certainly to have a normal summer plan where uh, guys can build on. And we, you know, we, we, we have all of the coaches write down what they believe each guy's got to improve on and, we try to put our heads together and watch film with these guys and get in the gym and try to really take the game to another level with the information that we got from this season and build that. And, uh, and I'm hopeful that uh, we won't have, we won't achieve like real normalcy, but we'll hopefully we'll take another step in that direction and at least have a more of a normal schedule and maybe by the fall start to move into a, a normal academic setting and, and because we don't even feel like our freshmen had a normal freshman year as yeah. students, you know, just they haven't sat in the classroom yet. Um, 
So there's so many opportunities for growth in our group that uh, that's a little bit exciting in light of all the things that we've had to endure. Now, for you personally, Coach Lanier, how have you grown as a leader, as a man, as a husband, and a coach here? Because this last year, it's been tough on all of us. It made us all think about things and change our little our ways and grow from this. How has it made you grow and develop as a man and a leader and a husband? Well, I, I got an opportunity uh, consistently to practice what I've been preaching. <laughs> you know, as coaches, we do a, we 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 can be pretty good at telling other people what to do and what we think they should do and, you know, how to achieve success or whatever. But, you know, this was a year where you, you really had to walk the walk and, and you had to be level-headed and consistent. And, uh, you know, you, you had to be an example for, for young people and for your family and, and, and all of these things. You, you really had to walk it. And you couldn't hide because we were going to be together all the time and it was going to be clear adversity and how you responded to those things was going to, uh, uh, it was going to permeate throughout your program, throughout your home. Um, if every time we couldn't practice, um, you couldn't handle that, then uh, certainly that was going to, I think, affect the foundation of what you're trying to do with your players and and so those opportunities continue to arise. And, uh, and I think as a staff, you know, I'm really, I'm really grateful for the staff that I have. I got, you know this, Jay, I got great people on my yes. staff. If there was ever a time where the importance of having good people around you was, was really critical, uh, this year was as critical as it could ever possibly be. To, to really have great people in your circle on a day-to-day -day basis. And uh, fortunately for me, we had that. And you have Cliff Warren, a great guy. Chris Crater, a great guy. Jarvis Hayes, I mean, your support staff. I mean, you have a A-plus staff. And to get a job like Georgia State that you have and assemble a staff that good grades you have, man, you are blessed, like you said. Having a, the right inner circle around you, coach, is so in key to anybody's success. And you have those guys you can trust and to be there for you and support you where you need it, which way you need it. So you are very blessed, like you said, man. Having a great staff is so important to any program success in college basketball. No doubt. I mean, more, more than anything, I was smart enough to know that I'm not smart enough to do it without great people. And uh, these guys... Uh, really carried me in a lot of ways, and and uh, I, I'm forever grateful. It's a lesson that I that I learned years ago, but I really got a chance to see it play out. How uh, when you do have great people in your organization, like Kyle Condon, Isaiah Campbell, Jordan Glover, Jess Summy, Danica Johnson, Vinny Kaluti, and, and, and the coaches that you mentioned, uh, it, it really you know Chris Clerkley. Uh, the role that he played in our program, um, you know, just, just uh, is it, really, I could sleep at night because I knew that everybody was moving in the same direction, that uh, that we weren't going to be uh, hit with a whole bunch of surprises day to day. Uh, when it came to things that we can control, there was plenty of surprises that came up beyond our control, but our ability to manage those things was supported by the people. 
and uh, we, we had great, great people. And Coach Lanier, what I'm happy about is this. I'm seeing success of Georgia Tech, uh, who you guys beat in overtime this year. The first it was a wild game you guys had. Uh, Amir's building some girl at Kennesaw State up there. And Greg Geary flagged this. This I-75 corridor here of Kennesaw, even Chattanooga with Lamont Paris. I mean, it's amazing to see what you guys are doing at your programs, how you took over these jobs and are building young men the right way. Talk, talk about just Georgia basketball and I-75 corridor and how happy you are to see the development of your peers in the business as well and seeing all the young men from this area come play for you guys and become successful young men after basketball as well. Well, I count Lamont as a friend. You know, I know he's he's not in the state, but he's a great coach and somebody I lean on and we, we stay in touch with one another. He's doing just a phenomenal job. Um, and uh, I'm just proud of, of that relationship. Amir is another guy I count as a friend. We've gotten closer. We lean on one another for information, and I think uh, his record in year two does not even come close to uh, showing what kind of job he's done. Um, the breakthrough came late in the year, um, and next year they're going to they're be a force to be reckoned with. There's no doubt in my mind what he's done with a young group, keeping them together, keeping the, the energy and enthusiasm in that program and trying to build it and having talent, young talent in the program and having everybody back next year and keeping that group together, um, they're going to be heard from. So, you know, we, we might end up playing them at some point and be rivals, but I'm, that's a young man in, in the mirror that I'm really pulling for. And I think he's a terrific coach and I think he is grinding away. And I think, uh, He's going to build something that the people in that program and the people in this community who know who Noah Mayor is can be proud of. Uh, Greg Garrett, tremendous coach, and we've had some battles with them already in two years. He's just done a phenomenal job, and that, that's only going to get better. And I've known, I've known Josh Passner since Josh was coaching AAU ball in Texas. And, uh, you know, he, he's a phenomenal coach. He's still relatively young, but he's been a head coach for so long that people don't realize how young he is. He's, he's yeah. done a phenomenal job. And, and uh, you know, I, I, you know, it's undeniable, you know, uh, and good for them. They're an NCAA tournament caliber team and um, he's built a winning program and, uh, you know, good for them. So, I, and I appreciate Josh because they didn't have to play us. And most programs of, of their caliber, they had won 10 ACC wins. It, you know, most people look at that game and say, that doesn't do us any good. And uh, he was willing to do it. And it didn't hurt them. And, and it wound up helping us. But it took nothing away from them. And it did something for the city to have the rivalry. We'll get to play them again. And even if we were to beat them, it's not going to hurt them because he's doing a good job. And so, uh, and certainly... You know, they're an ACC program, and part of that contract is going to bring them to our place in year three of it when we open our new arena. And most head coaches don't have enough confidence in their program to stick their neck out and, and play a game that that is winnable for the, the, the lower caliber program, if you will. And, um, and Josh's willingness to do that um, really – doesn't benefit them as much as it could benefit us, but for him to do that and for us to have that opportunity in this community to play a game that's going to bring a lot of interest, especially when COVID is over and people oh, yes. can come watch the game, um, 
this is really that whole decision. We would want to do that all the time. This was Josh's decision and he deserves credit for that. And regardless of who wins the game, he deserves credit for allowing the game to happen because very few people in the country in a local setting like that cross town would ever do what he's done. And a lot of people in his situation get uh, 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 criticized for not doing it. And so the, the same energy should be applied to giving him credit for allowing this to happen. You got that right. Because I used to, a lot of guys would duck you because they know you're good and they know you're a hell of a coach. And I, and he's a great guy. I love him to death. And I love the fact that, we have, like, with Greg, yourself, Amir, and Josh, four guys who really care about the community and Georgia basketball, seriously. And really, and you all are all friends. All of you talk glowingly about each other to me. So I know it's really genuine and true. And that's, that's why I was glad to see that. Why you all competitors on the court and for recruits, but off the court, you all, it's one Georgia, one message, and one team. When I love it. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good observation on your part. You know, there's a, I think there's a, a lot of mutual respect among everyone. And we all know we're in a great basketball community, the state of Georgia, and in, in particular in Atlanta. And so um, we all should want to see one another thrive. There's enough good players around here. and um, We should all want to be see everybody playing good basketball. I think that's good for this, this area. We should all want to keep kids home. You get up there, right? Coach Lanier, I thank you for your friendship and your time. I always coach. I look forward to seeing you guys in person next year, man. Once we get your thing out of a normal life, man. I want to come see you guys play sports arena a few more times where you all move down the road to turn the field there. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it, Coach, for sure. My man, appreciate you. Great work. Keep it up. Anytime, Coach. Be blessed, buddy. Thank you, man. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.